All right, welcome, welcome, Jason the Doctor here. It is Monday, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal Monday. I uh, hope everyone is well. I hope you are looking forward to a uh, ridiculously good week. Uh, it is, uh, it's raining and it's 40 something degrees here in New York, which is crazy. We are predicted to have some sort of uh, weather events here, which ended up being nothing. Uh, unfortunately, I was looking for I, well, I was looking forward to using the snowblower, but uh, unfortunately, it's going to be like 50 degrees and rain today. So, uh, cars cars getting cleaned off at least. Anyway, I hope you guys are good. I hope uh, you guys are sharing, and I, I thank you for those who are uh, sending reviews and, and doing all this, uh, um, telling people uh, it's great. I, I I love seeing that more people are listening and more people um, are getting value from the stuff that. I'm putting out and please also let me know if there's anything you'd like to know about or talk about and if I can I will if I can't I will certainly try to direct you into the place that you can get that information uh, but I am enjoying these podcasts thoroughly as I hope you are too so today's podcast has to do with what's called soft skills and how important they are really why they are more important than anything in allowing your child to win game of life. Uh, Soft skills are things like kindness and empathy and accountability uh, and patience, um, things that are often just undervalued. And uh, before I get into it, I'll I'll, I'll say if you haven't read the book or listened to the audio book 12 and a half by Gary Vaynerchuk, I would stop the podcast right now and I would do that and then come back to it because it will give you an idea of where I'm going with this um, because that book is completely all about this and how it relates to not only business but life. Uh, and I can't push the um, listening and following this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, more. Uh, he really has made a, a huge impact on me. And I will, but I will tell you this if you're new to him and you haven't listened to him, um, you have to absorb him for a bit to understand where he comes from. He is an immigrant from Soviet Union that uh, came over here in the 70s, uh, you know, grew up the immigrant's life with nothing, helped his parents build this tremendous business, went on to be a success himself, a huge success. And all he pushes in life is just to give and be happy and um, be empathetic and use all these soft skills because these are the underrated skills that really truly make people fulfilled and happy in business and in life. Um, He is, uh, I would say, rough a little bit because uh, of the way he grew up, but not in a bad way. If you you have problems with somebody cursing, um, you know, that's why I say you must listen. It doesn't come from a bad place. It's just from his authenticity. But uh, I will recommend that you all do that. The audiobook is awesome. And uh, like I said, it's helped really mold me more as I uh, continue through my journey on this thing we call life, as Prince would say. So anyway, the soft skills that I mentioned, a few of them, um, are things that are very, very underrated. They are things that we, you know, especially in business, they're definitely not taught or they're definitely not seen as things that would allow you to win. But it's amazing the more I listen to it and the more I think about it, it's it's completely a thousand percent correct, completely undervalued. And now I can see why there are people who are successful and 
you know, financially successful, but so under, um, uh, they're so not happy and they're so uh, depressed and they're so just not, not enjoying that success because in themselves, their ideals of how they need to be or how they need to perform or whatever are completely backwards. So although they've made a lot of money and you could say financially they've made, they've been successful, they're just hurting inside. Um, and you can do the same thing and be fulfilled by focusing on those soft skills. So, you know, for example, some of the things that I do like with my kids is I will, um, I leave notes most of the time. I, I leave notes in their snack bag that they like to open up and see what I wrote. And, you know, I, I like to do things that are funny sometimes because I think happiness is, is the key to everything. But I also like to educate them a little bit too. And I like to put things in there like, you know, defining what patience is, defining what empathy is, why not, why judging people uh, is not the right way to go. Uh, and little by little by little. And I know a lot of times they're like, I know, I know you keep saying, but you know, repetition is a key. Also seeing you do it is a bigger key. Um, but I think these things, when you ingrain it in them and when they're young, it, 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 it seeds the plant and allows the plant to germinate and then be, you know, a fully grown, healthy, um, whatever it is, tree or whatever it is when they get older. So they have these skills set in their, in their mind and in their brains and everything else. So, you know, things like teaching kids to be patient, teaching kids the importance, what's really important. Uh, one of the things, you know, he's, uh, which has been completely ingrained in me. And I always have to think back to this if something ever bothers me is, you know, look, if you wake up in the morning and first of all, you've woken up. Second of all, all is good. Third of all, everyone you care about is good. You know, you've already won. Your day is, is, is perfect. And it doesn't matter what day of the week it is because there are many, many people who Number one, don't wake up. Number two, wake up and there's a problem. Number three, wake up and not everybody is good in their family. And you are so ahead of the majority of the population in the world that to complain about anything after that is meaningless. And when you think about and when your kids think about like all of the simple things they have that makes them um, just so far ahead. You know, I think about when my wife was doing mission trips. Um, if you haven't listened before, my wife is a, um, I'll give you the long term, she's a pediatric craniofacial plastic surgeon, basically meaning she specializes in putting kids' faces back together. Uh, and that could be from um, uh, deformities or trauma, or whatever. Uh, but she also does other things with children, uh, where they have extra digits or tumors, other things like that. But, um, and sh I mean, I can't say enough. She uh, honestly just amazing. It's a, it's unbelievable what she does to help children. Um, if you ever want to follow her, check out her Instagram. It's uh, Dr. Rachel Rotolo. Uh, amazing stuff. Look through her pictures. But anyway, why I bring that up is because she used to do these mission trips to places like Haiti. And I remember um, where she would send me stuff, you know, about what she was doing or, or Vietnam. And, you know, you're looking around at like these kids. I mean, their 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 clothing is just 
just shambles. They're where their living is shambles. The environment is shambles. Um, it's it's beyond third world. I mean, in Vietnam, I mean, some people had to walk for days to get to where they were to allow them their kids to get surgeries they would never have gotten. Um, the access to clean water is not there. You know, you take for granted the fact that you can have clean water anytime you want. A bed, a warm shower, even just food. You know, and sometimes I feel like there should oh, there should be a trip like that for everybody so you can actually see what you could have been born into um, and where you are now and put things into perspective. You know, you can say it, you can see pictures, but it's not the same unless you're there. Um, and it's, it's, it's so true that if you speak to your kids and not like be like, I don't know if that I necessarily agree with saying, you know, there's starving kids in China and you know, you could be this and you could be that. It's more of the, look, you're so lucky to be where you are here. You have clothing. You can go in a drawer and pull out clothing that's clean all the time. You can get something to drink anytime you want. If you're hungry, there's food. You have a nice warm bed to lay in at night. You know, simple, simple things that um, ingrained in them early make a a, a tremendous difference um, in their lives later on. But also along these lines too, you know, in teaching them these skills about patience and candor and accountability and things um, is, are you doing them? I think the, if you're going to give a macro picture of this whole thing, the most they're going to learn from is the people they're around most, which is you, right? I mean, you're, if you're the parents or the caregiver or the grandparents or whatever it is, and you're the one that they are experiencing, and this goes for adults too, you know, they say the sphere of influence, right? But if you're the one that they're around most, you're the one that's going to mold them. So if you're not doing it either, how are they supposed to do it themselves? It goes for anything. It's like nutrition. It's like you can't give them all this good food that's clean and good supplements and everything else. But, you know, you're eating Wendy's takeout. Like, it doesn't work that way. You need to be the model. And it it makes the process so much easier, even if you can't necessarily do it verbally or in other ways but you you doing that as a person is the model for what they are going to become i personally you know like my thing i think my my if you say what i was what is my soft skill superpower um i think happiness is something i'm really good at i know that sounds weird but i my perspective on things is that, well, basically everything I've said, I mean, how lucky am I to be on this podcast talking to you right now, you know, that I can see, that I can walk, that I can breathe on my own, that I have all this wonderful, these wonderful things in my life. I mean, I have nothing to complain about and I could. I certainly could, if you've listened, listened to some other podcasts, I, I, you'd know that I've had people say, how do you, how are you happy when you have other things that are, are happening in your life? Like, what's it going to do for me not to be happy? Like, what does that, what does that do for me or my kids? 
or my family. Now, not to say that things don't bother me or frustrate me. There are people who bother me and frustrate me. But do I take it into perspective? Do I think about it in a sense of not judging them and think, okay, what's going on with this person that's making them act this way? And it's taken a lot of work. It didn't come overnight. I've worked on myself a lot over many, many years. And I'm still working on it. I will continue to till the day I die, I'm sure. But I will tell you this. Is working on those soft skills has made me not only a better person, but a better dad. And continues to feed into that happiness. So... And to me, and again, you know, and then your, your kids are sometimes like, oh, dad, you're never serious or, you know, whatever. Like, and they look at you sometimes, but I know deep down though, that they've absorbed that. And I know later on in life that they'll remember that and they'll remember like what happiness brought to them. Um, even though some of them are old enough where they're like, dad, come on. You know, I'm like, no, like, what do you want me to be? You want me to walk around like Eeyore? that make you happy? Nope, not going to do it. I choose to be happy because I think out of, there's so many different things that you need, that your kids need and they need to learn, but there's so many, what's called, I guess, alpha things that supersede those that make those other skills easier. And happiness is one of them. So Start working on these soft skills now on yourself, for them, things like being accountable. Like you do something wrong, you're accountable. You say, I did it, I messed up, sorry, and learn from it. Candor, or what Gary Vee calls kind candor, meaning you talk to people, you can tell them what's on your mind, and you be straight up with them, but in a kind way. Right? I mean, how many times do, uh, or have you worked for somebody or been in a situation where people like tell you exactly what they think, but they tell you in a mean way, you know, they're just, or they're just, I mean, not even mean, but like cruel. And although it may be true, not the best way to communicate, right? Um, things like patience, like that adage, all good things come to those who wait, like beyond true. It's not easy. You know, um, what do we value in life? Do we value health, happiness, or do we value our cars and our homes? You know, I, I try to think back at the things of, of what I value. And I, you know, like I'm one of these people who still to this day loves to like find a good deal or find or use coupons or return bottles or even find like something great. Like I, if I, I was always like a garage sale person, I'd love to go to garage sales, but like always, if I could find something that's great online or garage sale, whatever, and then flip it for profit. I mean, first of all, great, great, great lesson for kids. Like you need money, find something you're not using and sell it. Right. We did that over the uh, pandemic. We're like, let's start. You guys always are want stuff. So let's start making money so you can buy it. And we would find things that they weren't using, weren't wearing, whatever. And I'd show them, this is what we do. We put it on these sites and look for people to buy them. And when they buy them, they send you money and 
we send them what it is. Um, I prefer, like if you said, well, what about your car? I, I prefer a car that's big and safe, obviously with kids, but for my regular car, I'd much rather have an old Bronco. Like that's my car. I'd much rather have, and I probably will get another one, um, an old 92 Eddie Bauer Bronco. That's my car. Like, you know, I've had one in the past where like, you know, you peeled the rug up and you could see the, the road underneath you. I love that car. I'd much rather have that than a new car. Um, that's just me. You know, I grew up in a middle class family. We had, you know, all the basic things which were good. We had more. We were middle class. I mean, went on vacations. Um, but my first car was a rusted beach Jeep that I loved, that I broke the axle three times on, that again, you know, like had a pretty good amount of rust that I got painted with the money I made over the summer. Um, that was me, you know, like I grew up with certain things that certain things I also grew up with, which I think affected me later too, which I've had to work out, which was, you know, how people talked about other people or things they said about other people, or even slang terms like people would say about others. It was, it was the time it was think about like the all in the family era. Um, not that it, it had to be, but you know, that's how a lot of people talked about others. And, um, thinking about how that molded me too. You know, it's amazing. You, you, you just don't realize how much your children are sponges and how much it's not what you say directly to them. It's what you're doing that they pick up on. So anyway, getting back to this, it, it, it comes down to many factors, but definitely, definitely, definitely working on yourself, working on those skills. And again, get the book, or get the audio and you'll see there's 13 skills he calls them 12 and a half because the 13th one he's doesn't fully feel like he has gotten down yet which is candor kind candor but look at the skill set even um just pull it up on google and you'll see the 13 skills write down those skills or look at those skills and say okay what can i be doing better what am I not doing? What am I doing which may be negatively affecting my kids, which I can change even from this list? You know, like, am I messing up and holding myself accountable? Am I being patient? Am I being, am I being tenacious and ambitious? Um, am I following through with curiosity to see where it leads to? Um, all these different things. Then take stock in what you are doing. You know, am I doing these things? Like, how is that affecting my kids? And really like sit, this is why I say a lot of times you need to sit in the quietness of the moment sometimes, just somewhere where there's no outside stimulus. And you can think about these things to really, really focus on what am I doing? What can I be doing? Or what am I not doing? And it's sometimes it's just easier when you don't have any out external stimuli and quicker to then be like, okay, this is what I'm going to work on. This is what I need to change about myself. And this is what I'm going to work on with that. And you don't have to say, look, kids, this is what we're going to do this week. We're going to work on these skills and this is how it affects you. Work on them yourself. 
do them in a way that they don't know that you're teaching them something. And it, it always comes across better that way. When you look, you'll look back at this, you'll look back and, you know, as your kids grow up and you'll see, hopefully, that by focusing on these soft skills, oh, and one thing I'll tell you too, soft skills doesn't mean that you let people walk all over you. And I think this was a distinction that was made too by, by him in his audio book. You know, so for example, like in business, being kind and being gracious and all this other stuff is so important. Doesn't mean that you just let people walk all over you. And the example he gave, which I think is a great example, it's like watching football. When you watch football, these guys on the field, a lot of them are friends off the field. But when they're in the field, they're out there to kill each other. They're out there to win and they're out there to beat the hell out of each other. But when the game is said and done, these guys are hugging each other, they're talking to each other, they're setting up plans to hang out. That's how business would be with the soft skills. It means your kids go out, they're kind, they do the right things, but they still go out to win. And uh, Michael Dell said the same thing. His parents taught him. He said, listen, and this is the guy from Dell Computers. He said, listen, his parents said, yes, you know, go out, be kind, be nice, be a good person to everybody, but go out and win. So it's not just going out and being like, oh, okay, well, we'll do this. It's going out, achieving what you want to achieve, but achieve it in a way that's nice. Achieve it in a way that's that's kind. Don't step on people. Don't do bad things. Don't talk negatively. Don't lie to get where you need to be. Don't be Daddy Warbucks, who, if you remember from Annie, who said he was vicious and you hurt a lot of people because he was so angry that when he was younger, his younger brother died because they didn't have enough money to get him the medicine he needed, that he became this vicious person, that he thought money was the key to everything. And he says in his, in his dialogue in Annie, how he was brutal and he just did bad things and stepped all over people and crushed people to get to that point. He wasn't happy. In fact, he wasn't happy until she came along and taught him love and taught him kindness and how it made him feel. Interesting, right? I bet you probably never really sat and thought about that. Maybe we've all seen Annie. But anyway, think about these things, work on them yourselves, figure out ways to work on them with your kids that's not so direct like it's a lesson like in school and they'll win you'll win I mean you'll you'll all just be better people because of it I know this is probably anti what you've been taught or thought or anything else but it truly truly when you sit and think about it in fact when you when you think about it it probably will make you smile because if you think about, you know, gosh, this is really, this is what it really means. Like this is what really helps achieve happiness and fulfillment. Like not all these, like, you know, like shred people skills that we've been taught. Like business is like, you know, dog eat dog, like, and you just do what you need to do to win. It, it, it makes you smile. Like if you think that, Making 
doing good things to people helps you win, how can that not make you smile? You know, I mean, like, makes me smile. The fact that I can do nice things for people, two people, four people, and still win, hell yeah, that makes me smile. So, all right, questions, comments, get to me, drj1k at gmail.com. Um, text always 631-617-4375. I have made it to my destination. I didn't even, I mean, probably didn't even know I was in the car. That was like flawless today. I'm impressed with myself. I have to say, um, no yawning. I've been on a roll with yawning. I don't know what that was. Like I was like tired, but like, like stupid tired. I I, like, I get sleep. My wife knows like (laughs) she's, you know, she's four to five hours of sleep, but it's, you know, usually not good sleep. And she just eventually just breaks down at some point and catches up. But like, I'm good with, I'm good usually with six, maybe seven. Good. So I don't know where that was, but I'm glad I'm not yawning on the podcast anymore. Um, anyway, guys, have a phenomenal day. It's a great day. It's great to be alive. It just is. This is Jace the Doctor. 